Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. And welcome to another episode of the Bounce is Real podcast. It's been an awesome month so far here. We just started our club seasons here in Northern Bounce, our travel teams. It's been a month. It's been crazy, been wild, but a lot of great things and a lot of things we need to work on. But that's part about growing a club business here in Kamloops. Today, I'm joined here by my partner here, Sean Garvey. Garvey, how are we doing this uh, afternoon? I almost feel like giving, giving you the Case and Scott treatment. I just introduced myself this time, but I'm doing really well. Good. Excellent. Um, I love it. Like I said, uh, we're a month in here, so a month and a half into our club season program. Um, it's been busy. It's been very, very busy, but like I said, it's been exciting. It's been awesome. It couldn't have gone any better than what... Actually, maybe a little better, something, something here and there, but it's been a great month. Thoughts on the first month, Scar? Yeah, the first month was good. After we came back from PG, obviously played the TRU tournament and had mixed results. So I think we were a little bit surprised in some of the results, but all in all, it was a good weekend. And then the startup of that, uh, the Okanagan Super League, um, that was an amazing weekend as yeah. well. Where our older teams performed really well. Our younger teams played well as well. It's uh, it's been busy, and now we're gearing up for Calgary. So, oh, I love Calgary. Calgary is one of my favorite weekends. Uh, we get to go to the Genesis weekends. A lot of good hoopers out there, and that's kind of where the eye opener, where kids know where they're at level wise in Canada. Um, so I think that's gonna be an awesome weekend. We take off this uh, May long weekend, stay there for three nights at a hotel, and get to play a lot of basketballs in four different gyms. Six different gyms. Six different gyms. Sorry. Yeah, six different gyms. Nine, nine teams. Uh, we're going to be all over the all over the city. And and you are right. Like it's it for us. Like it's like for the kids. It's almost a reward. They get to this yeah. point of the season. It's the first. Not that PG is not a blast. The kids had fun. But like Genesis is that next level where they get to see athleticism that they haven't seen uh, up to this point. And uh, you really find out kind of where you are as a basketball player. You're, you're totally right. Yeah, and a lot of some of those players will be next level guys, just like what our guys are trying to fight towards, right? So they get to see some guys in the, in their same age group, and later on, hopefully, they uh, our guys can go to next level. But definitely, some of those Genesis players you'll remember their names, and they'll be going to de- uh, top schools. Yeah, they they combine right with drive to make that U prep team or whatever, and and they're traveling. So you know, Genesis is one of those those top programs as well. And Eddie Eddie Richardson III, their former. CCAA player of the year. He does a phenomenal job and he's been so gracious to, to accommodate us and all our teams. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, before we get into just kind of our first month kind of uh, review, uh, I want to talk about something that's been awesome and has been special and it's only been in its third year, I believe, here. Uh, your outdoor tournament, Hoops in the Loops, coming here June 10th. I'm so excited for it. That's one of my favorite weekends of the year, Garf. It's turned into someday and it's too bad we lost those COVID years because it'd be yes. amazing to see where we are. We'd be in here like five or six right now. Um, it's hard to believe it's only going to be the third year. Um, we're really excited about it. It's uh, We had 60 some odd teams last year. Wow. That, that, that should almost, I would imagine when we get close to like the deadline for registration that we should be almost double that. My goodness. Um, two city blocks, DJs on the blocks, uh, division one basketball players, ex-college basketball players, first ever cash women's tournament, which I think I've got five confirmed teams there and we're giving away the same exact money that we're giving the men. Wow. Um, yeah. And I don't know if any other tournament in Western Canada does that. I don't want to say they don't, I just mm-hmm. haven't heard of it. So 
we're trying to really encompass both genders and all the age groups and and i need we need the city's help because we do we, we do definitely we don't have enough girls teams and i don't know what it takes to get girls to register for this but we we're in danger of some divisions if we don't get some women's teams and some girls teams signed up so of having to cancel some events so well it's a shame because like i said i talked about in my other podcast it, women basketball is growing so there are hoopers out there we've seen it. even in our program there's a lot of hoopers they went to calgary last week and they had a blast so the sport's grown um so therefore i would think hopefully girls get out there sign up for the hoops and loops grab a friend the only thing the worst thing you can do is have fun and if you're getting the same prize money as the boys what is the prize money for the the, the the competitive division. Well, we upped it. I've had a goal of being the mo- like the highest payout in, yeah. in Western Canada. And then the, a tournament popped up in Richmond, I believe, that gave away more. So then I upped it to about 6500 bucks in total price. 6500 to win a three-on-three tournament. To win the three-on-three tournament. <laughs> so that's first, second, and third getting paid out. And we're doing the exact same for the, the ladies. And our, our, our cash men's is up to 16 teams. Wow. And if I can get eight cash ladies, I yeah. think that's a really good first year. And, and like you said, everybody who comes to the event seems to be blown away. They have a blast. Yeah. It's on the streets. It's, uh, you know, the, the, the atmosphere is great. The city is jammed. Um, all the, all the patios are busy and, it's, and we're trying to mimic hoop fest yes. like in Spokane, right? The world's largest three on three tournament. So all my ideas are not my ideas. They all come from, from hoop fest for attending and, and seeing what they do down there. And, and counts is the perfect city with the perfect, uh, the perfect climate for it. Mm-hmm. And not even just a basketball. It is the, like you talk about the atmosphere. We're right down on Victoria Street. You got the the patios there. You have, you know, if you're old enough, you have the adult beverages there flowing. Uh, you have the beer gardens. You have the music. You have the DJs. You have the barbershop. You have the dunk competition. And you have hoopers who played high level. And honestly, it's like I said, it's one of my favorite weekends, not even just to play, but just to be there as a spectator. And you had the younger divisions and that's kind of where we met a lot of our our younger uh, players we have in our balance program is I remember seeing them with their friends playing all three on three tournaments. Yeah. We get a ton of the kids there and we're lucky like Northern Bounce sponsors the event. So you'll see all our branding and everything else down there. And, and it's a testament to the hard work that we do. And, you know, you'll see our, our footprint down there. Uh, all over the place, but more than like being a Northern balance event, it's, it's a celebration of the sport. Uh, it's growing so fast in our city. It's growing so fast in our country that like, it's just come down and play some games. Mm-hmm. It's not about necessarily winning the tournament. It's not worried. Like at the younger ages, it's, there's some prizes. Mm-hmm. It's about coming down and, and experiencing something that's just a little bit unique. Mm-hmm. And after the tournament is wrapped up, I think it's that Saturday night, you guys have the block party too, by with it, Jesse Forbear, is it? unfortunately no the block party is not no yeah uh, no why some major changes happened uh that to for jesse and we're, okay. we we did everything in our power to try to save it um mm-hmm. it will be back it's okay a, it's a it's a feature of the weekend it is he is he's gonna have a presence down there it's, Good. It, i think it's gonna be different but it's gonna be special he's gonna be down there and he's gonna be djing and he's gonna be running a lot of the live events as opposed to in years past where he was solely focused on the block party. Yeah. So he's going to have a major impact in the day-to-day operation and the beer garden is going to be there and the beer garden is going to stay open later. So the entertainment value is going to be there. We Good. just, for one year, we got to put a hiatus on the, on the, on the back alley party. And that, that decision was just made recently, which is, is a bummer because I think it's a vital part of the growth of that tournament. Well, we got to find some other place. Maybe like they used to do like the soccer dance. Hey, that's kind of a thing that, you know, maybe that, or, if any of the clubs are listening, come sponsor us. 
well, and I think the clubs will enjoy that. Right they now. will. Not that we, not that the back alley party went late, so guys can still go. But you know, like CJ or not CJ's, I guess night 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 shift and Commodore and Blue Grotto, they typically have a really good Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, you like that Blue Grotto, don't you? I like the Grotto. Yeah, the Grotto does a nice job. Shout out to the Grotto. <laughs> Always taking good care of me. <laughs> that's what you call it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, what would you say? Your final message right now, just to get people to kind of sign up for these tournaments. Um, I know you always get the late registration and it's going to run and it's awesome. You're going to double what you had last year, but what would you say for people just to get out there and register? Come on, register. You will not regret it. It's an, it's probably the most inexpensive basketball thing you're going to do. It's a charity event, like 100% of the proceeds uh, go to kids sport, which helps your peers make sure that they can play basketball and other sports for that matter. And none of the, none of the organizers, there's, you know, a committee of about eight or nine of us and not one of us takes a dime and everything goes towards kids sport and it's just a really great experience and and anybody's played in it um have said it's it's worth it and so i think once we we get a good number of girls in all our divisions um we we should never struggle with those numbers again so come out and play and just enjoy the sport and that's what it's about it's a celebration of sport it's not about winning there's no world championship there's no trophies there's some prizes and some cash for the the top men and women that are playing you know college basketball and playing basketball like a like a job right Good. I do remember the first year we had a couple of people from the States come and, and play in your tournament, people from the coast, a lot of outside teams, because they know, they know your name, they know what we, we uh, what you represent. So a lot of the times people from outside of Camels would come, which is great. Uh, it's time to get the people in Camels here. So where should we direct them? Is it to the Instagram page? Is it a website? How do they register? Do they contact you? Hoopsandaloops.com for all registrations. And then, um, you can reach out to me personally, which has happened on either Instagram or anything like that. To tr- if you're interested in playing for the cash, I'm not trying to be, you know, ignorant, but I want to make sure the level of play maintains high. So I need rosters and, and, you know, like we have Miguel Tomley coming up again, you know, division one athlete. We have uh, the guys you were referencing, Ronnie battle and guys from Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you know, that, that played division one basketball in Oklahoma and, and Jaden Cohey, VJ too, right? VJ Dillon's coming back and Jaden Cohey's got a team in it. And, and then, you know, I think the team to beat, is the old TRU boys, uh, Vlad, Anton, Mike Ruwalt. Wow. And yep. they, and they, and they, and Leighton Demidoff is their fourth. And I mean, they're big, they're tall, they can shoot it. And that's kind of how you win an outdoor streetball tournament. So we might have some like X TRU guys, some of the best guys that have ever laced them up at TRU as the tournament favorites. So that's good. Well, excellent. Well, Awesome. Make sure you hit to uh, hoopsandloops.com and register your team. If you have any questions, you can uh, contact Sean Garvey personally or go to the website. Shout out to you and the rest of your squad and your team, Garvey, uh, for dedicating your time and just volunteering. That's a huge project. And know you're a busy man. But there's one thing that I always say is you always put on a great event. So shout out to you and the whole crew there as well, Garvey. Thank you very much. Good. Okay. Next on the agenda. I want to have your thoughts. You know, we, we talked about our Prince George in our last podcast. Um, now that we finished Prince George, we come back. How has it been after the first month of training, getting to know new players, um, getting them to know our philosophy? Uh, has things settled down? Uh, has Have they been working harder? What's been your surprise out of all the teams? And what are you, what are you happy about uh, just heading into our second month here? Well, it's been rewarding. Yes. Um, it's been exhausting. We didn't, Tim and I did not know the jump in the, the amount of players and the amount of teams adding our women's division. That's, that's now traveling. Um, my biggest surprise, and I don't know if I'm surprised, but the, my, the happiest I am is right now with our little U 11s. Awesome. Um, 
you know, it's, they've only lost, I don't think they've lost to a U 11 team yet. They've played U 12 competition mainly, and they're probably about 500 mm-hmm. in just that. And, um, there's some good little ball players like, you know, and JY gave us the ultimate compliment when we lost to their U 12s and JY said, man, my U 12s are legit and we barely beat your U 11s. And so, you know, we took them to Kelowna and played in the league and it was a U 12 league. And, you know, and they, and, and they had two tight games. They fell short in both tight, both of those games, but like they are, they're into it. Like they are into it and they're doing things with the basketball that, you know, coach Eric and coach Rich has said, I can't believe these kids at U 11 are doing. And, and it kind of just goes to our philosophy, like, Hey, no limitations on these kids. Like, mm-hmm. you know, give them everything we can. Um, <clears throat> our 16s, obviously we talk about them, the Terrans, the Casons, the Larrys. And then you add those two Sahali kids, you add, you know, a couple of the South camp kids and what a great group. Like they, they're, yes. you know, they're six, four, six, five, six, six across the board. Other than little Kale Hannigan, <laughs> little Jaden Rodfit, they shoot the ball. Well, they get after it. Well, you know, they, I, it, we had one result that was disappointing and, and not that we lost the game. They just, they, the boys knew they didn't show up. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of after like a, a kind of a cocky weekend in Prince George where, you know, they thought they were the best team in the tournament and then mm-hmm. they come down and kind of get a little bit of humble pie, which is never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously we've got some big events coming up. Um, for them, including Los Angeles, and we've, we're putting them in the proper divisions. And you know, we're down in LA. We're going to find out what they're made of. Yeah, you know, definitely. Division. So they haven't been surprising. It's just it, it, they are they are a really good group. And and then the 16B team. Like, I love that team. <clears throat> I really do. That could be the most fun team. We're it is they're, so much fun. They're into it. They believe in themselves. Uh, uh, they're improving vastly every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the 15s. You and I have talked about like very talented group. Uh, they need to find an alpha mm-hmm. in the group too. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, if nothing more, just to kind of push the right buttons. And that's right. And uh, it's it, it, like it's most it's one of the more talented late, uh, laden groups. And we've got, you know, the best guys in the city, and and the results are kind of mixed because they don't they're not they don't hold a certain intensity or they're not they're not they don't they're not very vocal with each other and. When they, when things are playing well, man, oh man, they're tough. It's clicking. We're long, we've got guards, we've got shooting and, and, you know, we're in their ear saying how much we believe in them. It's just a matter of, you know, them picking it up from a, from an intensity standpoint, because, you know, you ask the kids, Hey, how many guys want to win provincials? And, you know, 75% of their hands go up. How many want to play college basketball? You know, 50% of the hands go up and it's like, okay, well, you're taking a major component right now, like intensity level and talking and you're not adding to it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're, you and I are pushing, I think the right buttons and it's, it's improving mm-hmm. and uh, we got high hopes for them. So, and I mean, gosh, there's so many positives to, you could go through every age group. And we'd be here for an hour, but mm-hmm. you know, building, I think what we, we've talked about you and I a number of times, like building the relationships has been one of the funnest parts. Huge. You know, we got our 18s kind of on their, you know, their last basketball legs for some of them. Right. And they're just, they're here because this is it. And, you know, we're going to Calgary with them and they, and you know, Caleb Grimaud is going to sit on that bench with them and until he gets his foot proper. And you just, you just, you're so happy to see these kids. They're and, so happy. And man. they're smiling and they're, we're having fun and, you know, we're throwing the football with them and, yeah. you know, our barbecue is going to come up and, you know, it's, I just love all the groups and mm-hmm. it, it, it makes, we're exhausted because there's so much administrative and paperwork and, and accounting and things like that. But when we finally get in the gym with them, it's like, I'm just refreshed almost every time. Every time. And we, and we, like we said, we talk about the easiest part is the coaching and getting along with them. The U 17 and U 18s, they come there and you don't need to talk about vocal. Every single body's vocal. They're all having fun. They're joking around. But at the same time, when they say quiet, everyone's like, Hey, hey, quiet. 
we have leaders and everyone's on leader on the team. No incidents. Everyone is just playing basketball for one another. And that's one of my favorite things about the U17, U18. Uh, newcomers to the teams have now uh, found their way in there and they're, they're cracking jokes and they're fitting right in. And those, I, I just know um, some of the people, even on the U16B team or 17, when we're going to Calgary, they've already arranged, oh, I'm gonna sleep over this person's house. I'm like, you guys are friends? Like you guys talk outside of basketball? Like, oh yeah, I'm sleeping over there because I'm, I'm gonna ride with them. And those are, that's huge. Because how a guy from Barrier who's never seen any guys from your cameras, now people are sleeping over at the houses, they're hanging out beforehand, traveling up as a crew. Um, same thing, U14, we had two teams, we thought we only had one, there's two teams there. That group right there is, is hilarious because they're fitting into their body. So you're teaching a bunch of people that look like those uh, uh, people, you know, those little signage at those uh, car dealerships when they're all lanky and they're blowing in the wind. You got a bunch of that, those type of kids out there and you're trying to teach them skills. And uh, it's one of my favorite groups too. And that U12, U13, bunch of, like I said, bunch of goons out there. And it's just so cool because the basketball skill will come and they got to be patient, but their focus, dedication, and just how they are with one another, that's something that usually you can't, you could teach, but it's hard to because they have to just get along with each other. And right now, everything's clicking. I, I Yeah, you're you're not wrong. And those younger age groups, a lot of them are playing. And the problem with the younger age groups is that those COVID years took away some valuable developmental years for them, right? So like that U13 team, there's a couple kids that like really haven't played a lot of hoops. Mm-hmm. And, and in the short time to see them, uh, develop the way they have and be as competitive as they have. I mean, there's a couple like, you know, like Will Queen's got, you know, some good, he's, he's a nice player and he's very skilled for his age, but like, he's got a lot of things to work on. And he's always so thankful because he's just like, Oh man, I'm learning a ton, learning a ton. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so that makes you happy because he's kind of like the top U13 and he's still getting the the development that he wants, that he's happy with. And, you know, whether it's shooting, passing basketball philosophy, I don't know. It's been, it's been good. And the 14s again, same thing. Like, quiet group split mm-hmm. them up they want to be there they they work hard they listen again it's all great stuff definitely okay so calgary's coming up garv uh we done this last year with just four teams we're traveling around to many different gyms different, different age groups different uh times of games different people on the bench uh the ride up the scenery out through the rocky mountains what are you looking for for this weekend Nine teams are going up with, so it's a lot different than four. Uh, you know what? I a couple of the a couple of the young guys spoke about like the travel. Like I think Charlie spoke about the, you know the travel to Calgary, and I'm really looking forward to that. I'm, I, I got three of the kids with me. You got three of the kids with you, and I, we don't even know which kids are coming with who. We just got a bunch of 17s and 18s, and um, I'm looking forward to mainly this year of, of just chasing around gym to gym and, mm-hmm. and seeing who's playing well. And I mean, I think it's one of the strengths of our program too, is, you know, like the young kids are getting different coaches all of a sudden mm-hmm. now. Rich is coaching and, and coach Eric and coach queen. And we've taken a bit of a step back from those kids and, and even their parents said, Oh, it's really nice to get a different voice. And I, I think in Calgary, I, I love going to Calgary. I'm looking forward to the drive mm-hmm. and, uh, that's the most I'm looking forward to because I know it's going to be an exhausting weekend. I can't, I can't wait to see how our teams perform and, you know, probably the best tournament in Western Canada. That's right. No, I, um, I'm not much of a driver. Like I like to drive, but I don't like to do long distance. I'm a tired guy, but uh, I'm looking forward to it too as well. Uh, Richie and I will be on that car and trying to see uh, what kind of things we can get up to. Just like you, we want to stop and uh, just look at the beauty of the world there. And I know you're Mr. Tour guy. Do you like taking pictures at uh, these uh, important spots? What's the most, what's the best spot to stop and take a picture at Garth? 
You know, Lake Louise is like the, is the Ooh, one, yes. right? But everybody knows that one. Yeah. Emerald Lake, just outside of field. Yeah. That one surprises you because it's just this natural beauty. Um, you didn't make it with us last time I took VJ. He was the yeah. hiker of the two. And it had that natural bridge lake. Uh, but, you know, Lake Louise is good. and But Emerald Lake outside of field, that's one that's it's three kilometers off the highway. And yeah. it's worth seeing and and it's a and you just I mean that drive is that drive is pretty spectacular. I mean it's highway one can be a pain in the butt, but um it, the mountain views through Golden, through Revelstoke are are some of the best in the world. So mm-hmm. I think you gotta take your time and enjoy enjoy some of those things. But Emerald Lake would be Emerald Lake would be my pick if you had to stop anywhere in field with the kids and if you have some time. Well, we might have to stop there on our on the way up there, guys. You're gonna want to stretch your legs, so I'm you going to need to. <laughs> Good. Uh, before we take off, I just want to touch on the Okanagan League here, Garb. I know we talked about this before starting the club. We have Evictus. We have the Salmon Arm uh, squads there, Vernon squads, uh, Kelowna squad, too, with Mitch Goodwin doing a great job out there. We just were in Kelowna last weekend. Talk a little bit about the the league that we're trying to create between these club teams and kind of how it maybe got started and what direction it's going. Because I know it's an exclusive sort of league. It is an exclusive league and it when you know, when we met and it was, you know, some of our friends like you since we've started, we we partnered up with Synergy and Aaron Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have good working relationships with obviously Mitch Goodwin and then the Lake City guys, whether it's, you know, uh, Chris Terrier or Spencer mm-hmm. McKay, Mo Basso, they have an unbelievable coaching staff down there at Lake City and they're trying to turn Penticton's a volleyball city for those that don't know, but they got some unbelievable athletes. Yes. And they're trying their hardest to to make a a better stable because typically the South division, if you want to call it that the South region of the Okanagan has been typically the weakest in the last 20 years, mm-hmm. but with some of the best athletes. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know what you're getting with Kelowna with the way the owls have built their program at, at KSS and then now Okanagan mission. So they have the three or four, well, no, they have more now. They have like six or seven clubs in Kelowna. Um, so what we wanted to do is, was build a league with, with clubs that had similar values to us. Uh, build it the proper way, you know, none of this, none of the scheme stuff, like development first, development first, Mitch is, Mitch is going to be tough at, uh, at GW hoops, mm-hmm. G dub hoops. I think they call it. Um, all his teams are good. And I was blown away by what Penticton and, and the Lake city basketball club wow. has been able to do. They, their U 14s put a hurting on us, put a hurting on, uh, on G dub. So those are two really good wins. Um, our 16s were really tough and it'll be exciting to play a good ones times when we line those games up and, and, and everybody had, you know, everybody's got a certain age group. That's kind of their staple and other groups that aren't, um, the younger age groups from all five clubs were very impressive. Again, our U 11s played up in that U 12 division, but everybody's U 12s were tough. Um, it, it, and we wanted it to be exclusive and we want it to be top notch. So, um, to get in that and to get in that club and, and get into that league, you know, you gotta be with one of, you know, what we think kind of the top clubs in the region are. And that, and that's not based on like maybe talent, but just based on who's doing things the right way. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, and that's excellent. And I know many meetings and hopefully that schedule will come out and just in the future, uh, hopefully we get maybe a fall league and in the in spring league. And I think sky's the limit. Like I said, with all the different clubs, we all have the same goal is let's develop these kids the right way. And then we get them games and I love it. That's how it should be partnership with like-minded people garb i love how you got on that shout out to all the other clubs that we uh, are, are partnering with there uh, parents athletes make sure like i said if you're if you're not in, a, in one of these clubs here get to us contact us it's never too late garb about to take off here 
Uh, appreciate you coming on the show once again. Always filling it with knowledge. Um, shout out to what you guys are doing for Hoops and Loops. I can't wait. That is June 10th. Uh, it's going to be downtown Victoria. I just hope for good weather. Uh, that's big and makes you hopefully the smoke goes away. Uh, for those of you guys who are traveling here, safe travels. I can't wait to see y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be a wrap for another episode of The Bounce is Real.